Hello? Okay, now it's recording me. Hello. Now it's recording me and not you. Okay. Hell yeah. That was fun. Uh, that'll be fun to edit out. Hello and welcome to Real Horror Show. I'm your host, Samantha. I'm joined as we made this Jeremy's guys. No. Hello. What up? Uh, what up, what up? Not much. Uh, what, what, what is there to talk about? I still can't make my big announcement. I've got like maybe two more weeks before I can announce that and I'm I'm dying on the inside don't worry everybody it's like a good announcement it's not like a bad like she's not actually ill <laughs> um it's all good yeah like just can't say anything have in your uh career involving this subject have you ever had like a you can't announce anything on social media yet instance like actually yeah um uh you know what like not really not really the same caliber that we're talking with okay. you no 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 not quite so you're not nothing like that you never died on the not, inside no like whenever yeah like whenever i got the job um like i i could i could say like i got the job but i couldn't say like I'm teaching class. I don't know. It's really hard to explain, but not the exact thing that you are doing. Mm -hmm. So, no, I can't. I can't identify because you're probably going through something really exciting that I haven't experienced quite yet. So you will eventually. I mean, you're. I feel like at this current moment, you're much more. Uh known than I am. I mean, not really known, but you have more on your writing resume than I do. I got the scribbles, but this is, like, really, really freaking cool. <laughs> it's not, ne I've never, like, been a, th it's, it's never been a thing where it was like, okay, well, like, we're gonna do this awesome thing, and you can't say anything yet, because it's a, it, we can't even say anything officially until this date, so nothing, like, quite like that. Um, so, yeah. Um, so that's what's going on with Sam's life. Uh, happy Twin Peaks Day. But today, the day that you're listening is definitely not Twin Peaks Day anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's, if you're interested in that weird It's fine. Who knows? Maybe I'll be on my shit and get this published right after we record. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. But you know what today also is, uh, coincidentally? Oh, what is it? It's the day after February 23rd, which means yesterday was the two-year anniversary of when Death House was released. Shit, was it really? Yeah. That's weird, man. <laughs> so weird, man. We did not plan that what a, shit, dude. <laughs> no, what a weird... That, that what a weird coincidence. Dude, it is. But anyway, Death House is a 2017 American horror film written by Gunnar Hansen and directed by Harrison Smith, who now follows us on Twitter. So, uh, uh, Harrison, you can stop listening. We love to this movie, I swear. The film features an ensemble cast of uh, ensemble cast of horror icons, including Kane Hodder, Barbara Crampton, Bill Mosley, Dee Wallace, Tony Todd, and Camille Keaton, or Camille Keaton, I don't know how she prefers that. Originally written by Hansen, the film started as a concept intended to bring as many well-known horror actors together as possible. 
And in that regard, I think they succeeded. Yes. There were some prominent feature, prominent actors not in it that, you know, you kind of notice when you realize what they're trying to do, but it's cool. It's cool. (laughs) So you watched it more recently than I did. What did you think, my friend? I just watched it. I'm also eating pizza, so if I sound weird, that's why. But um, honestly, when I think about what I just saw, I really don't know what happened at all. It's a movie where a lot of stuff is going on, but then not a lot of stuff is really going on. So I don't know what happened. You can't. I, I can't tell you. I don't know. It was a movie. That's exactly. <laughs> that is exactly how I feel. Um, I thought so. I don't know. I don't know, since the director follows us on Twitter now, not humble bragging at all, mm-hmm. uh, he may be following us because we were supposed to review this last week, but uh, like I said, Jesus made a mistake because he was born human, just like all of us, we all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we realized we should have watched Fifty Shades of Grey, so uh, we had to delay this one. Yeah. Um, here we I are. mean, this movie... <laughs> This movie, I don't think, really wanted to be anything deeper than a B-horror movie that was, like, the Avengers for horror movie icons. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. And not necessarily horror movie icons, but the actors that play those horror movie icons, because I I can't imagine what the uh, licensing fees to get them all together would actually look like, although that would be a fucking awesome movie. I really wish we had gotten uh, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash from the Evil Dead. Yes, that, that was awesome. That was a movie we deserve and exists in the better timeline. Yeah, I agree. Because Freddy versus Jason is something else. Yeah. How is Bruce Campbell not in this movie? Bruce Campbell absolutely should have been in this movie. I feel like Bruce Campbell is like too, like too well known. Do you know what I, I mean? So I think, yeah. but you could argue the same for Kane Hodder. This movie was made for uh, horror fans by horror fans. Yeah. So true. Bruce Campbell does B movie shit like this all the time. So I feel like it would have been right up his alley. Maybe he was too busy with like Spider-Man five or some shit. No, no well, this was 2017, <laughs> dude. Maybe he was busy with Ash versus the Evil Dead. That's true. Um, and stuff because he's always he's like busy uh, he, yeah so um, but everybody else like even Sid Haig was in this movie for a moment but like whenever you try to like stuff um, like stuff a movie like this full of the actors like they tried to do which they did I mean they did it they didn't try they did it but when you do it um, like this every actor has like one like one line <laughs> and you're like why were they there it's really hard to accomplish something and have everyone, you know, serve as the fan service you want them to be. And there was a lot of, like, debate whether or not Marvel would be able to do it with the Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame with how many characters and actors they had to bring into that. And that ended up having to be, like, a three-hour movie. Ah, dude. I don't know if I could have taken three hours of this because the 90 minutes we got... That was enough. Bro, I can't I can't tell you what the plot of this movie was. Like I get <laughs> I still don't know. I get the social commentary aspects. I think it's a little too uh 
social media bad, which I have opinions on, and uh, yeah. look at these rich people using the homeless for guinea pigs. Um, and I also get the Dante's Inferno reference, which was the nine levels of the prison with the worst people being on the bottom level. Right. right. And then also, like, it was very, like, uh, uh, like, Nazi, like, uh, psychedelic experiment, uh, MK Ultra Russian, like, uh, experimental heavy, whatever, what the fuck they were trying to do there. Uh, yeah. They were like, yeah, we, like, put it give everyone like LSD and shit and also gas and then also this thing to make them forget and I was like what the fuck I'm like I don't understand like they do say like the goal of the setting which is like to eradicate evil um but like also we don't really see that they have done that yeah it's just it becomes a bizarre like VR video game type thing. There's just like a lot of there's a lot happening. Like I said before, it's so much happening that I got confused and I just couldn't focus. Sorry, I couldn't focus. No, I'm glad you're saying that because you probably watched it the way I should have. I watched it gonna incarcerate myself. I watched it during work and I thought, okay, I can't. Oh, no. I can't watch this right now because I have no idea what's going on, but I guess uh, that was just the movie. That's just how it was, dude. Every time I thought I had a handle on what the movie was about, it, like, changed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) And I like, it's an interesting concept. I won't deny that. But I think... Their goal was to bring together horror icons and make a gory, gruesome horror movie, and they succeeded in that. And I'm not going to take that away from them. It's just... Yeah, definitely. They definitely did it. I want plot. Yeah, I want plot. Exactly. And, like, with all the, with all those guys together, because I'm a huge fan of, you know, like, Kane Hodder and, like, Bill Mosley is in it, and I'm a huge fan of him. And, uh... Uh, I just wanted them to just do badass stuff. And it was a lot of, like, it was actually pretty, like, dialogue heavy. There was, there were gruesome moments, but when you see these guys, you anticipate that they're going to do, like, bad stuff and kill people. But it was, like, very, the killing scenes were kind of weird and, like, muted and, like, it's all, like, flashy lights and stuff. And then they they talked a lot and they spoke very very philosophically in these... It was just strange. Um, Like a dream. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of strange things, Uh, uh, can we take a moment to talk about uh, Leather Lace, the uh, female version of... uh, Of course. That really confused me because in one scene we have Kane Hodder and then suddenly we have a gender-bent version of uh, Leatherface, not played by him. Like, what? what's going on right now? I mean, no, and then they, they have that, and then they, like, they don't, like, go back to her ever. She's just kind of, like, an example of something that's not discussed ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have her dressed up as him doing, like, Leatherface stuff, and at the end, it, they said it was, the movie was, like, in memory of Gunnar Hansen because... It came out in 2017. That's when he passed away. Um, so I don't know if like the movie was like made in honor of him or they he like died 
and they were like, oh, let's just put this at the end because he just died. I'm not sure what came first. I don't know the timeline of this movie exactly. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Uh, let's see. Gunnar Hansen died in 2015. 2015. And so this movie must have been in production for a little while. <laughs> yeah, because if... Yeah, because 2017 is like... I mean, it's still nice to do that, but I feel like it's too late. Unless it was still in production for a while. It probably got stuck in a post-production hell because after you make the movie, you still need money to do all the editing and shit. So... Uh-huh. It probably just got stuck in that cycle and delayed the, um, you know, I could probably just pull this up on Wikipedia. While I do that, let's uh, briefly talk about the agents for no reason other than the fact of future, I guess, just showering, showering together in the, oh, dude, yeah. in the um, dual showers. <laughs> what? Yeah, so they're like, I guess the the reason behind that i thought a lot about that because that happened i was like uh okay because um these two people are working it's a guy and a girl and they literally just met and they're at this place and i don't know why but they're apparently the best ever and they can't remember any of their friends which we don't talk about ever again of course and then they're like they have to go take a break so the dude's like in a shower and then it's like a communal shower, but there's only two shower heads, and then the girl goes to the sh- to shower right next to him. And yeah, they're both she... naked together, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Look, she... <laughs> so weird. She was flirting with him. She didn't need to shower right then. She just wanted to show off her boobs, which, by the way, very nice boobs. I can compliment I that. Say, nice boobs. Nice boobs, but I think the reason that that happened is because they're like... I think they're like both military and I think that they're used to communal showering, but I don't know if they communal shower like with boys and girls mixed together, but they're probably just like, fuck it. Like I just needed to take a shower and like, it's like being in the military. I don't know. Um, Cause he was like in the military and I, I'm guessing she was like also like special ops or some shit. Cause they like, they dropped some lingo in there. But, like, still, I feel like they just did that to, like, so you can see the main girl naked, to be honest. Like, there's really no other reason. Yeah. No, that, that... We've seen a horror movie or two in our time. That's the only reason the scene exists. Yeah, and then they talk about their tattoos, which also, like, doesn't matter. Like, it's very bizarre. I feel like they tried to go a lot of different directions, and they didn't, like fix any anything or edit anything out they just kind of let it fly which is cool i guess i mean like (laughs) here are the production notes on uh the movie so the film was originally written by Gunnar hansen and he intended for it to feature as many horror legends as possible the most notable horror icons confirmed include kane hodder barbara crampton bill mosley d wallace camille keaton sid haig felissa rose tony todd Andrian Barbu, Barbo, Barbu, uh, Michael Berryman, and it was originally speculated that Robert England would have a role, but he said he was never given the script, and he was who I, 
he's who I was referring to, and I was like, there are some notable people missing that would have been uh, nice to see, but uh, it's cool. Yeah, that would have been fucking badass. But um, he's, like, really, he's big. He's yeah. maybe most well-known. He doesn't wear masks. Yeah. Here's a quote from Robert England. I've heard about the project, but I've never been given a script. I don't know other than Kane Hodder and Tony Todd from Candyman that's involved. Obviously, without Gunner, I'm not so sure what's going to happen with it. And that was my Robert England impersonation. Nice. I mean, he pretty much talks just like that, so... <laughs> but I get, he could have played, like, one of the doctors. I feel like that would have been a good role for him. Yeah, like, make him do some cool shit. Because there's, like, actors... Because whenever you start to see a shit ton of big-name actors, and then you, like, see someone in a bigger role that's not a horror actor then you get kind of mad and you're like shit mm -hmm. that should have been somebody else like the fucking main guy that was with the girl I don't know it's just just so much it could have been the doctor you're right it could have been the surgeon guy yeah because to me when Robert England isn't dressed up as Freddy Krueger he has a very professorial look to him yeah he is so. a suave so it would be weird to see just normal Robert England killing people, not as Freddy Krueger. Yes, that would be all wrong. Just all wrong. <laughs> uh, yes, well, shall we begin with discussing performance and acting? Yeah, let's, let's get into our rubric stuff. Excellent. Um, okay. So performance and acting, how about that? I mean, I could have done without the FBI agents in this movie. I don't know why they were there. You could have just had the doctors and stuff. They could have been the main characters. Yeah, I, I have, yeah, I have no idea why they were there. The reason why they were there doesn't matter. Because what happened in the movie affected everybody there and they didn't have to be there and everybody, everything that happened would have still happened. Like, they all would have escaped. I will tell you uh, from a writer's perspective <laughs> while they were there. Yeah. They were audience implants so that the writers could quote-unquote naturally explain the cinematic world in which the movie was taking place, which is why the first... I don't know. It took a while to get into the action of this movie. Why the first, like, 40 minutes of this movie is them getting a tour of the facilities and showering together. Yes, exactly. I was like, yeah, they're literally just touring these two people to explain to us what is ha what, what this place is. Which is, like, good, because if they didn't do that, I would really be lost. But um, even still, I'm, I'm still confused. Still, I'm really just... It happened. It was a lot. Wow. I mean, you yeah. could probably do this. You could probably do the same thing by. Who's a new kind of person that's come into the horror industry but has made a real splash? Um, Turn I'd say that really hot girl, Samara Weaving. Uh, yeah. She is in that movie where she's like a bride. Yeah. Hide and seek or um, something like that? Yeah. What? Hide and seek. Yeah? Okay, okay. Oh, no, re ready or not. Ready or not. Hide ready and seek is not. another I movie. I was like, it's a game. <laughs> Sweet. Um, 
she was she she she's a new final girl but who who's been like a recent like killer i'm trying to think killer that's what you okay let me think like um Uh, (laughs) oh i don't know what about um Carrie Ewells. He was, yeah, yeah, he's coming up in horror. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, okay. Instead of having two FBI agents or like a new doctor be the audience implant for this in universe world, why not have Carrie Ewells be like a new prisoner they're bringing in? Wow. I would watch that. Hello. And so. It's less of a uh, good guy perspective and more of a, uh, we get more with the icons we like, like Kane Hodder and stuff, because they'll be down in the ranks and stuff. And then, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just trying to find a better way to, trying to, because you need to explain this universe to some extent, because you at least need to explain the prison layout so the audience can get a vibe for how, when shit goes down, how people are going to figure out how to escape. But I guess if you... I mean, this is a reach. If you're familiar with Dante's Inferno, it wouldn't really be that big of an issue. But I'm not sure how many horror fans are actually familiar with Dante's Inferno outside of a guy gets a tour of hell. Yeah, exactly. And, like, if you know, yeah, like, when you hear the words Dante's Inferno, you, like, you understand it very generally, you know, like, vaguely, like, the the layers of hell or whatever, like, the circles of hell, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and they put, like, they put everything in, in here. So, yeah, we do, we do uh, get the tour of of how everything's set up but even still when all the power goes out i just get really confused because the freaking we go up and down the elevator shaft and i don't know where i am and i'm this is a million floors don't know what's happening i don't know how i thought that all the prisoners weren't supposed to escape but i guess they do because they weren't even in cells they just bopping around <laughs> i don't they know they just chilling oh, they just chilling some of them don't have shirts i don't know why it, it's I don't know. Anyway, the the performance of the two the two main characters was like okay, I guess. <laughs> it was cool to watch Kane Hodder because he's got such a fabulous speaking voice. Yeah, it's weird seeing him not behind a mask and actually talking. Yeah. Exactly. Um you know what? I think that um, my favorite part of this movie was actually in the very beginning with Tony Todd and that girl because that was very mysterious and really creepy. And we only get another taste of that at the very end. And I still don't understand what that yeah, means. I, when I when I saw that opening, I was like, oh, we're going to be in for a nice little treat here. And no, just just none of that. None of that fun stuff that you want to happen that you think all these bad guys are together and they're going to do bad stuff and they just really don't do it. It's just bizarre. I wonder how much more the script was worked on after Gunnar Hansen passed away if it 
saw if this was like just his draft and they kind of inserted other things because I read on the IMDb trivia page that a lot of uh, parts in this movie were originally written to be potential scenes in the Saw franchise. So I wonder how much of this was just kind of not half-assed, but just kind of copy and pasted to make his vision happen. I just kind of like uh, finished up with other people's ideas that may not have fit quite right, but they but it seemed just right so they could just get it done, you know, because it had been, I guess, two, two, about two years. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So kind of touched on how we feel about the story. Yeah. It was fine. I mean, and if we're looking at horror movies that represent Dante's Inferno, I think As Above, So Below did it a little better. Yeah, what a fabulous movie. I really like that movie. Wow. That one's a little <clears throat> hidden gem. It is. I'm surprised at how much I li- I think about that movie a lot because I like it so much. I think about watching it again. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I need to be careful watching it because it's come to my attention that I find the actor in that very attractive and... The, the man. It's, yeah, it's probably not good. Shit, what's his name? He's also in Superstore. That's when I realized I was like, oh, he's pretty hot. Uh, Ben Feldman. Ben Feldman. Nice. I can't believe it only has three stars in IMDb. I think it's really good. Deserves so much more. Because it's so scary. I'm looking at Ben Feldman now. Yeah, he's a pretty man. He's in Friday the 13th. He's Richie in the, the remake. Oh, I didn't know that. We should try and do the remake before it disappears. Can we, uh... Pray to Jesus for that next time. <laughs> sure, we can pray to Jesus. It's really hard. Like last time, he he made it. Happen. I mean, arguably, there's a Dude, yeah. There's there's more important things we should be praying to him for. But yeah, what do we pray really hard for that he let us watch? Uh, they come at night. It comes at night. Yes. Yep. Yep. That was one. Thanks, Jesus. Thanks, man. Okay, so the story... I mean, the story was lacking, but I don't think the story was the point of this movie. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, we can try to, like, explain to you the story, but it's, like, ten stories just kind of, like, jumbled up. It's like every scene is a different chapter from a different book. But Yes, that's a good way I mean? to explain it. Yeah, but all the books are written by the same author but they're about different things. I don't know. But yeah, that's kind of how it is. So just imagine that. <laughs> Cause I thought it was going to be about these two people, the girl and the guy. Cause they discuss like how they mysteriously don't know why they have tattoos and can't remember any of their Facebook friends from school. And they don't know why they, how they got there. Uh, and then it just like, doesn't matter why they're there anymore. They're, they just like shoot stuff. And then it's about, it's about Kane Hodder, and I thought he died, and then he doesn't die. And then the doctors are doing these crazy experiments, and these people can't die, and they look like these freaky, like, like those like creepypasta stories about the, the living experiments that 
that don't want to be freed anymore and they like it mm-hmm. and just mix all that together and then make <laughs> put like the other characters in futuristic robot suits at the bottom of hell and they're actually gods and then you have to die to become one and then actually everyone's irradiated what so like all that mixed together and then you got the movie yeah even having you explain it to me i have no idea what's happening uh, <laughs> i just used context clues to figure most of that out because it's not it's not like dictated to you the only thing that's dictated to you in the beginning is like what death house is and it's a prison but it's also yeah. like a hospital science lab mm-hmm. yeah and you know what's really more inhumane people who like just serial kill or this hospital created in the movie that's experimenting on these serial killers and also use homeless people as actual guinea pigs for them to like kill i don't know maybe they should look inward and decide that they are the true evil and not the people they're holding prisoner yeah maybe they should look in the mirror and then they will see who is evil because they're obsessed with homeless people and like vr technology and by the way we'll get into this is a good segue into production and how using vr in a movie from 2017 with a very low budget clearly it is not a good idea man like no do you think vr is gonna age well like just why they're going to age well so well that we're gonna need everyone's gonna need one or it's just gonna drop off one or the other do you think it's gonna like drop off i hope so I can't afford a VR. Yeah, that's why I think it'll eventually drop off because expensive. They're so expensive. <laughs> so unless they find a way to bring the cost down, Nintendo kind of has because you can um if you get the kit for the Nintendo Labo, they have ways to build like your own little VR set for the Switch, mm-hmm. but it's not really VR, it's just you're using the Switch screen. Yeah. I see. But still, that's cheaper than, like, the fucking Oculus. But yeah, of course. Jesus Christ. That's, like, that's like 350 to $500 for a set of just VR. Like, a VR headset for gaming. It's a, it's a pricey... It's a pricey thing. Am I supposed to play scary games and be a horror fan if I can't afford a VR headset? Like, geez, I'm stuck, like... I'm stuck in the past. Yeah. So... They, and I hope they realize that and stop making games that are just mm-hmm. VR. You know, like, that that's the only thing that, like, bugs me about VR is that, like, if you don't have it, then you can't fucking play it. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of gaming systems, this is off topic, but David won an <laughs> Xbox One from a work event, and we've been trying to sell it, and we finally sold it. Please. But before we sold it, I got this fun message from... Presumably a 12-year-old on Let Go. God. Keep it. They are really fun. I have two. I played for mine. I paid for mine so I can say they're really fun. Me. If they're so fun, you should buy this one and have three. LOL. No. Why would I need three? Why do you need two? They're fun. Because I have one in my living room and one in my bedroom. Now you can have one for the bathroom. <laughs> LOL. Why? No. What the fuck? Pooping, Derek. Pooping. <laughs> LOL. You really would have fun on it. I have a PC. Okay, it's better than that, which, mm, that's a can of worms we won't get into. So then, David, 
Someone finally offered to buy it from us, uh, $160. We were we, we wanted uh, at least $150 for it. And he said, I'll pay you $160 if I can pick it up today. I was like, <laughs> okay, sure, that's cool. Nice. And uh, turns out it was a 10-year-old, and had I known that, I would have been like, no, keep at least $20. I, but I didn't think of that, and so we are now $160 richer. And this was his first big purchase, so congratulations, little dude. Oh my god, can you please send me screenshots of that fucking message? <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. So, but it doesn't end there. So after after uh, I marked it as sold on Let Go, he messaged me again. You kept it, didn't you? So, uh, David typed out this response for me. No, we have a $1,000 gaming PC that we built over time. We sold it to a kid who wanted it as his starter gaming system. Smiley face. And today, he finally responded one one letter. O. O? Not K. (laughs) Just O. O. But just in case you guys were wondering, uh, Xboxes are really fun and they're better than your thousand dollar gaming PCs. Right. <laughs> so fuck all of you. Fuck all y'all. Xbox One. Which I'm actually worried. My uh, PC, one of the RAM drives died during an update. So I may have to play... Resident Evil 3 next month on uh, David's computer, which is fine. His is better than mine, because mine is struggling to run Resident Evil 2 at the moment. See? It's tragic. Oh, I'm so ready for Resident Evil 3. (laughs) Nice. My body is ready. Maybe I'll just stream it not- I'll stream it non-stop on the Twitch. Yeah, non-stop streaming. Excellent. Even I, I've never made it through the original Resident Evil 3, so that'll be an adventure for everyone watching. Just me like, oh shit, I don't know what to do. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And then I start crying and shut off the stream. Stream. I mean, if you do nonstop streaming, at one of the hours out of the day, we're bound to get more than three viewers. So at least there's that to look for. Yeah, especially if, I, especially if I'm streaming it on like release weekend. Because I already have it. I already paid for it. I just need to wait for it to be published. Nice. Oh, I see. You pre- you like pre-ordered it? Hell yeah, I did. Yeah. That's cool. And I'm gonna pre-order the Code Veronica remake, because if they don't remake Code Veronica, I'm gonna die. Yo, I know, right? (laughs) Favorite one. Uh, so production. I thought the production of this movie was very good. It was- I wouldn't call it B-horror production. When I saw that, I was like, oh, it'll be like filmed on a hand cam. (laughs) But they're pretending it's not filmed on a hand cam. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I just, like, hate that garbage VR when I see it. Because it's, like, not the good stuff. It's, like, the yeah okay stuff. And I'm like, ugh, no, green screens. Too many green screens. Ah. <laughs> too much, too much. Good practical effects, though. Oh, yeah. No, the gore in this was fantastic like if anything if they didn't get the gore right i wouldn't even give this movie a chance same you're gonna bring all these people together and not make it gory as fuck you can fuck right off even worse make it gory computerized no way that's not cool just like actually 
they, they do like that cool shit where they like pull people's guts out and all that stuff and shoot people's faces off and you know um that was very good so i'm glad to have seen that but then they're like let's make the gas like a cgi misty mist and i'm like oh no you could just use fucking like can't you just use like the uh the salt or whatever this the dry ice to make make it like that like jeez man isn't it cheaper the fuck are you doing nothing i'm here i'm just thinking what do you think about that do you think that there's silly mist cgi could have been replaced with real a fog machine or dry ice yeah yeah a fucking fog machine would have been nice because it looks more like gas to me than the screen with a pretend swirly on it dude anyway that's just one example there are many yeah, like, I feel like mist is one of those things you could, the easiest thing you can do with practical effects, just make the water really hot or get dry eyes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. Um, but regarding the camera, like, work and things like that, very good. Um, I the was price- expecting. Yeah. The price of dry good. ice ranges anywhere from $1 to $3 per pound. Um, and like you don't need a lot to just like smoke it up I just smoke it up man just uh yeah uh the the green screens like fine I get it because it's like a VR tech thing um so that all kind of worked pretty okay but it was just like the use of random like CG in places where they just they simply could have replaced it um so then i'm like oh man but other than that it was pretty good not bad production is not bad except for when they do the super slide down 90 floors in the elevator shaft holding on to the chain going like 500 miles per hour bitches would be dead would absolutely they would rip their fucking arms out of their sockets and be dead like you can't just grip it to stop yourself and slow down when you're going that fast you don't understand (laughs) oh jeez but anyway i digress any other notes uh realistic aspects i guess uh being homeless and then pulled into a fucking medical trial by a bunch of hypocritical doctors that's pretty scary Yes, I, I would agree. Being obsessed with homeless people. And then, uh, also, like, n- n- people who are there not being sure if they're in a VR simulation or not at any given time. Uh, I suppose forgetting why you have tattoos and also forgetting who all your friends were in school would suck to have, like, amnesia. Uh,. Realistic aspects. The actually being irradiated would suck if that ever was a thing at all from the beginning and the end of the movie. Uh, actually, not having a secure prison that you work in and just relying solely on like the gas to continue forever 
Uh. Yeah. I can't think of anything else. Just having really mean prisoners in the prison called Death. Having a prison called Death House. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Little, little on the nose there. <laughs> it's a little, yeah. It's like, uh. Ooh. Anyway, there there are no other realistic aspects. Everything is very, very uh, yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah very fun. Um, but that's all I have. Yo, that's all I got. If I were to add another grade to our grading rubric, I would give this a what? Like what the fuck just happened? Like yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> they 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 accomplished their goal though. They did. They really did. Just next time, maybe don't forget to send a script to Robert England. Yeah, don't forget about him. Don't forget about the man, the legend, the Busy, myth. But yeah, and maybe have yeah. Bruce Campbell in the sequel. I think he's necessary. Ash versus the Evil Dead is over, so bring him on. Yeah, I know, right? There you go. Wide open. But anyway, you want to pull up the men notes and wrap this sucker up? Yeah, I would love to. Here they are. Okay, the outro notes. Excellent. So, Real Horror Show was created by Sam Odie and Stormy Skies and is created by Sam Odie. It's directed by Sam Odie. It's created and directed by Sam Odie. Uh, today, we learned that you should not rely uh. on gas to keep your prison secure yes yes anything else uh, that and we if learned you, today and if you in real life fall down an elevator shaft 90 stories down your arms will probably fall off <laughs> that was literally <laughs> you would actually probably die as you were falling because you'd be so scared because you were going so fast and you wouldn't be yeah. able to breathe and you might like your heart could stop like like free fall you guys you can't stop yourself by like grabbing onto a rope your arm will rip off of your body yeah anyway since they were secret agents or some shit they could just do whatever they wanted and their guns never ran out of bullets by the way let's talk about that later <clears throat> anyway like what you hear, you can find Real Horror Show on Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play Store, Stitcher, and iTunes. Really, really like what you hear? Follow us on Twitter at HorrorShow underscore underscore pod or search for Real Horror Show on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook at Real Horror Show. Like our page and share our stuff. We also have a website that all of our written reviews and podcasts can be found, realhorrorshow.com. Want to interact with us? Want to make sure we're real humans and not space vampires? Comment on our website or email us at realhorrorshowpodcast at gmail.com. Want to argue with us about something or think you have a really great horror movie review that you're dying to share with two random strangers from the internet? Uh, submissions are open for movie reviews. Check out the submit page on our website and follow the rubric before sending us anything. If it's not done according to the rubric, it will be disregarded. Sorry, not sorry. We post written reviews sometimes, but the ones that are there, you should definitely go check them out. And keep your eyes peeled for new ones coming soon. They're all doozies. Uh, we love horror, and if you're listening, you do too. Please help us keep our project going by visiting our support page on our website, where you can make a one-time donation via PayPal. 
We also have an Amazon wish list. If you feel like buying us something tangible will help convey your love more than a monetary donation would. Also, buy us a coffee is a button you can click that will pay us the amount you would need to buy a coffee. A little bit goes a long way. Submissions are open for a yearly anthology called the October Monologues. Check out the submission guidelines on our website and send us your creepy shit. Any other pertinent news? Not yet. Not yet, you guys. So we're just hang in there and we will have special updates from Sam's life very soon. Fucking um, our, our outro song is called Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. And thank you, fuck off, and have a swell evening. Bye. Bye.